You ready? You're listening to The Real Pineapple Podcast Network. so far i've got a review for scream 5 which is directed by tyler gillett and matt uh bettinelli uh open is what i'm gonna go with it's written by james uh, vanderbilt and guy uh busick and it stars nev campbell once again returning as sydney prescott courtney cox david arquette uh, melissa barrera kyle gallner uh, mason gooding uh dylan minette uh, the lovely Jenna Ortega, Jack Quaid. Um, the cast, the cast is absurd, honestly. And uh, just to get this out of the way, I started watching the Scream films last year. I watched Scream One and Scream Two this time last year, and I, I just I'd heard so much shit about Scream Three that I was just like, you know what? I'll watch it. I'll watch it at some point, but I'll watch it at my own time. And so. Last month, I just got inspired, and I've been rewatching. I've been watching all the Scream films for the first time, and it's been fucking awesome. Like I get why people love these movies so much. Uh, outside of three, I dig them all. Um, they're all fantastic, and all of my reviews will uh, be up on the channel uh, for all the Scream films before the end of the month. So I mentioned. Uh, so I mentioned the writers, but uh, so James uh, Vanderbilt. His career, writing-wise, is all over the fucking place. So you start with Darkness Falls in 03. You get The Rundown, uh, which you could still argue is Dwayne Johnson's best film. You get that. Uh, you get Zodiac, which is fucking fantastic. You get The Losers, which I think The Losers is a better movie than people get it credit for. I think The Losers is fun. Uh, then you get The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, you get White House, White House Down, which, fuck yeah, C-Tates, let's go. Uh, he does uh, that movie Truth with uh, Robert Redford and uh, Kate Blanchett, which uh, I think went under the radar when it came out, but it's a good, it's a good flick. Um, then you get, uh, he's a producer on The House of the Clock in Its Walls, which I've talked up on the channel multiple times. But then he does Murder Mystery, and Murder Mystery, just God help us, it, Murder Mystery is not good. Um, but then he does uh, pr he produces Ready or Not, and he writes this Scream film. Like it, it's so it's so weird. Like his, yeah, very interesting filmography to uh, to say the least. And then Guy uh, Busick, as far as his career, uh, he's written uh, Scream Six, uh, this Scream, and Ready or Not. And he's a writer on uh, Castle Rock, which I actually heard. Uh, quite a good a few good things about so uh yeah uh very interesting the uh, the dynamics here as far as uh who's involved and uh, matt uh bettelini uh, open um he has directed uh he's directed ready or not and directed a vhs and vhs 99 which i've uh i've heard good stuff about the vhs movies so um and then uh, the other director, Tyler Gillett, he also went ahead and directed uh, Ready or Not and the aforementioned VHS movies. So 
um, you know, there's definitely a pedigree here. Um, getting to the fifth Scream movie, especially after how bad three is, like three sucks so bad. And I was so happy with what they do with Scream 4. Um, I'm reviewing these out of order, so it'll be interesting to see where my, my thoughts change a little bit. But I love Scream 4 so much, and I love where Scream 4 ended. But this movie in particular, it goes ahead and it takes place in a, uh, it, it starts off in a different way. It starts off with Ghostface calling Tara, who's played by uh, Jenna Ortega. And this might be my favorite opening in a Scream movie because it's so different from the other films. It, 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 it <coughs> pardon me, in the sense that what's the what's always been the classic thing with the opening of the screen movies whoever is on the other side of that phone you're you're fucked ghostface is gonna kill you and so i was really shocked because jen ortega to quote uh zoolander's mugatu is so hot right now so when i saw her get uh, get killed i was like oh shit they killed jen ortega that that sucks but then you find out she survived she's the first uh, first person in a screen film to survive the opening, which is so wild. I, I was, it caught me off guard. And just from that moment on, I went, okay, we're going to change some shit up here. I'm really excited for where this is uh, going to go ahead and take me. One thing that this film does flawlessly is the way it connects uh, legacy characters. Um, I won't spoil it here, but there is a connection between Sam and Tara to someone that, I, that once that's revealed, I went, oh, that's fucking amazing. That is, I, I didn't know I wanted that, but now that you've introduced this, yes, everything that you just said, I love all of this. One thing about this movie, um, because it does feel like a changing of the guard, because in case you don't know, Nev Campbell doesn't come back for Scream 6 because the studio according to her, undercut her as far as her pay. And when you think about Nev Campbell, uh, it was actually just her birthday um, like five days ago. So happy belated birthday to Nev Campbell. But when, when you think about Scream, uh, Scream Queens, she's if she's not your number one, if, it, if it's not Jamie Lee Curtis, it's probably Nev Campbell. Like she's, she's fucking incredible. And she just nails it in these films especially in the third film which even though that movie fucking sucks that's how great she is at, at playing Sydney Prescott she just gets his character and so as the film went on especially in the early parts where it's setting up uh, Sam and Tara more prominently I definitely just kind of started chuckling because I went oh god this is like She-Hulk all over again where people didn't get exactly what they wanted so you know fuck 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 them and i don't know i think sam and tara as the film goes on because look this could have ended up like terminator salvation or a terminator um uh dark fate you know where they introduced the new john connor they could it, it could have ended up like that where she in no way warrants the spotlight that she's being given based on her performance and that's not the case here at all. I think uh, Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega absolutely nail these uh, these roles. And again, once you find out how they're kind of tied together in this big secret that Sam's kind of hiding, it really does add 
more emphasis and more gravitas to both their characters, especially with what they're going through as far as being hunted by Ghostface. Um, I, I didn't mention this, but in Scream 4, one thing I really liked were the kills. I really liked how brutal the kills were. And this is the case, especially with this one in Scream 6. The kills just feel more personal from from Ghostface. There, there's just some, there's some brutality in this film that I just went, God damn, this is like, it's right, it's beautifully on that, uh, on that border of being uncomfortable. And speaking of kills, I have to get this out of the way. So if you haven't seen Scream Five, I'm getting very much in spoiler territory now. Um, David Arquette, who if you've listened to my Scream uh, 2 uh, or Scream 2 review, which I hope you have, I talked about at length about how David Duchovny or David Duchovny, David Arquette, good grief. Okay, David Duchovny is Dewey would be a totally different thing. But David Arquette playing Dewey, where we see him at the end of, uh, at the start of this movie, we find out that him and Gail have separated. And it's really heartbreaking because, you know, like as much of a bitch as Gale, as Gale is, and my God, can she be a bitch? But Dewey always felt like her, her compass, like her moral compass, where maybe they bounce each other out in that way so maybe they could make it work. And it was always just kind of a question of will Gale's ambition be too much for them to actually make this work? And at the end of the day, that's exactly what it seems like at the forefront does get in the way of them being happy together. And it's really tragic the way that they play it out and the way they kind of fill you in uh, on that. Because, look, uh, David Arquette, just for what he's done for wrestling, as far as um, really going back, getting back into wrestling, when he had no reason to, he didn't have to do this shit. But for, um, I, I reviewed it with my my friend... Uh, I reviewed uh, You Cannot Kill David Arquette. And if you haven't listened to that review, it's on the channel. I highly recommend that you do. But um, the, review is just, the review is just a blast. But also, it shows how much David Arquette actually respects wrestling. And that was something I just wasn't expecting. So, I won't lie. I've become more endeared to David Arquette the more I just see him and stuff. And the more I hear him in interviews. He just seems like a nice dude. And, and, and seeing Dewey come back actually gave me goosebumps, There were, which is kind of crazy that David Arquette was able to give me goosebumps just by showing up. And he has a really cool conversation with Sam and Tara kind of being the Jamie Kennedy as far as letting them know, okay, you have Ghostface, you know, after your ass, this is how, this is how the game works. I really love that scene where he's kind of explaining the rules of the game and how this all works and what they need to do to survive. Uh, getting back to the kills, uh, there is one kill in here where Ghostface kills this guy um, in front of his car. And that kill in particular, I thought was just fucking perfect. It was such a, wow, you're such a dick. And that is one thing I have to say as the films go on, I appreciate. Ghostface is more of an asshole as these kills go on. Um, also, in this movie, there's a lot more kills in daylight. I, I appreciate the fact we kind of get away from more of the kills only happen at night. There, there's a kill where 
<laughs> There's a kill in this movie where someone literally runs in the ghost face uh, blade. But the way it's done is so fucking clever. It doesn't feel campy. You go, oh shit, this could actually happen given the circumstances this person was trying to uh, was trying to get to before they got stabbed. It's it's fascinating, and and, and the film really does uh, does a great job of, of mixing up the kills and making you just and, and just and making you feel it, making you making you feel um, the weight on these kills. There's there are two kills that happen back to back, and you'll 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 know you'll know the kills when they happen, but. They are, they're so brutal. They're so brutal. And the one kill in particular, since I said I was going to get into spoilers, there's a point where Dewey is about to kill Ghostface. And I was like, holy shit, yes, yes. And then Dewey gets killed. And I just, to say that I cried, I cried. I cried so hard because Dewey got killed. I was so fucking angry that Dewey got killed. It's even crazy because Ghostface knows that they were fucked. And <clears throat> and the fact that Ghostface goes, it's an honor before he really lands that killing blow. You just, the movie just rips you apart, um, much like Dewey. Uh, <laughs> but the movie just tugs at your heartstrings. And that was a death that I just, <sighs> there was a point where I went, fuck, Dewey's going to die, isn't he? And the irony that Gale unintentionally got him killed. It, it's, it's such a brutal, it, it's such a brutal kill. And I actually had to pause the movie cause I was so fucking mad. I was just like, well now I really want Ghostface to die now. Like, I was so fucking angry, but I think that speaks volumes about the portrayal that David Arquette has had throughout the, throughout the saga. He's just, he's been fantastic. Uh, since the first film, uh, he's been amazing, and he's continued to turn it up and find these other ways to be um, to be amazing and be inspired. And I, I I give him a ton of credit, like tip of the cap to David Arquette. Um, he 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 was fantastic in this too. Uh, there is a there is a death involving a stove that straight up might be my favorite death in the whole series. Like that in particular, I just went, yep. This is this is awesome. Just oh, there's so much great in this movie, and <laughs> one of the things, uh, one of the rules that Dewey throws out is, you know, if you have a partner, depending on how long you've dated them, they could still be a suspect. And look, I love Jack Quaid. Uh, <laughs> he is, you know, obviously he's an amazing Superman. If you haven't uh, been watching My Adventures with Superman, you should. It's on Max, uh, HBO Max. I'm calling it HBO Max. I refuse to just call it Max. That's stupid. But it's on HBO Max. It's wonderful. You should watch it. But uh, Jack Quaid, as soon as I saw Jack Quaid, I went, oh, he's he's a ghost face, isn't he? <laughs> it, it's, it's, you, you, are, you have to be one of them. And when you find out his reasoning, I will say, I went, oh, I love that. I love that reasoning so much. It's so, it's so wonderfully shitty. I, I, yeah, love the reasoning, love his reasoning. And Melissa Barrera, she gets one of the most satisfying kills in the entire saga. The way that she kills Richie is so fucking intense and so brutal. And given 
some information we find about Sam about uh, find out about Sam earlier in the film really does it gives you just enough doubt for where things could be going moving forward it's very interesting but um to wrap up here because i'm gonna go a little longer on a couple other of the other screen reviews i uh this our first screen review if you have listened to it is like almost two hours so there there's a lot to talk about but i i dug this so much this is so much fucking fun um, the reveals of the ghost face are great. The legacy characters mix in perfectly with the new genera- generation. It's a really great balancing act that the film strikes as far as introducing these new characters, but not uh, completely forgetting about the the uh, the OGs. It, it, it's really well balanced, and that alone, I, I have to give this movie a ton of credit for that. This is a solid A for me. Um, yeah, five films into the franchise and it's still it's still kicking so yeah screen five solid a definitely check it out it's on a streaming on paramount plus so if you haven't seen it yet i would highly recommend you do i would do a double feature with this and six personally Um, i will talk about six uh here soon because i'm gonna be reviewing that one as well but i would do a double feature of five and six personally but uh, yeah, Scream 5, have you seen it? What did you think of it? Let us know in the comments. Uh, you can find us on all the socials at linktr.ee slash jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow me on Blue Sky at jhunterrealpineapple. You can also go ahead and like both our pages on Facebook at The Real Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. That again, that again is R-E-E-L Pineapple. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and rate the podcast. It definitely helps us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Tune Up, and Samsung Podcasts, as well as iHeartRadio at The Real Pineapple. Uh, follow me on TikTok at Black Shazam. You can follow me on uh, Letterboxd as well, at Black Shazam. And you can follow me on Twitch, at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. I'm going to be hopping on there later this month. I'll probably be streaming Resident Evil 4 and talking some Halloween movies, so that'll be that'll be fun. As we get later on in the month and I get it figured out, I'll uh, keep y'all updated on when I'll be going live. But uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We'll have more Halloween reviews coming out here soon, including reviews for Pearl, uh, all the Scream movies. Uh, oh, God, what else? Um, by the time you listen to this, this should all actually be up. But uh, reviews for Pearl, X, Fresh, uh, a Twilight Zone episode. I'll be reviewing a Brooklyn Nine-Nine Halloween heist episode. I'll be reviewing... Um, some other stuff as well, but yeah, lots of Halloween stuff coming your way, but everyone, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Get your, uh, COVID, get your latest booster. Go ahead and get your flu shot as well. Heading into winter months. I want y'all to be safe. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. And don't forget as always to keep it real. Ooh.